This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast moderator, my friend. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong about that game. That, have you ever seen a worse football game that wasn't weather related? Um, there was a Titans-Jets Monday night game like four years ago that was pretty okay. bad. Um, and also, like, if you relegate, if you start relegating teams, like, you know, I mean, imagine if you if you relegated, like, like Virginia might have been relegated, and then they wouldn't have gotten to play North Carolina on Saturday. <laughs> I'm so surprised that you worked that in so quickly. <laughs> I've already talked about North Carolina staying on brand. Gosh, that was a that was a t- what a what an awful weekend it was. All time loss. Yeah. Oh my gosh, for those of us who are in North Carolina, the magical NC State fan uh, bye week moneyline parlay. Uh, <laughs> UVA, Charlotte, and uh, Miami Moneyline plays out like 100 to 1 or something like that. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, seriously, though, it, my larger takeaway from the game, I had two takeaways from the game. They're both about, like, the Giants won simply because somebody had to. I mean, they're bad, too. Uh, but here are my, my two takeaways from the game, both Washington-related. One, Bless his heart, Sam Howell ain't, ain't it. He's not in. That was a terrible, terrible performance by Sam Howell. He's it. If, if by it you mean David Carr on pace to on pace to Gosh. break David Carr's sack record, just so many inaccurate throws. I just incredible how many times he threw behind receivers who were open, and like Washington only has one receiver really worth much, um, and they didn't throw to him enough. Uh, maybe because he was covered most of the time. So there's that. And then if you're down 14-7 and you're in the fourth quarter and you have fourth and three on the nine-yard line, what is the justification, Ron Rivera, for attempting a field goal? I'm all about karma misses. That was karma blocking that field goal by Joey Sly. I was rooting for karma at that point. Am I crazy? Um, no. Well, yes, probably, uh, by the way, Washington, but it has nothing Washington to do with that. Had, Washington had 273 yards on Sunday. Sam Howell has been sacked for negative 267 yards so far this season. <laughs> 40 times. Next closest is 28. Daniel Jones and Justin Fields at 24. Oy. 40 times. It's bad. Dude, they played seven games 40 times. That is, a, that is on average. It's 5.7 per game. Mm-hmm. Which, if I do the quick math, that's on pace for ninety-seven sacks. Yeah, what's the the record is like seventy, right? I I swear Derek Carr got like uh or David Carr. David Carr is the record. I mean, poor guy, you know, uh before he ever got before he ever came Mr. Mittens in Carolina, he <laughs> right. uh he was sacked. Yeah, maybe it is seventy six. Is that right? That was like a hundred. Yeah, Whatever. look, case, but that's a quarterback I mean, stat anyway. Getting sacked is as much a Sam quarterback Howell, sack. Howell, he holds he holds the ball too long. I mean, he's you know he's a he's he holds the ball too long. He likes, to, he likes to do a lot of stuff with his feet with his legs. He's also being asked as a fifth round pick to try and like carry this Washington offense, which you know. Okay, no, no. I mean, but why does it matter that he's a fifth round pick? He just that's when he was picked, right? He went into that yeah. season, went into the season as a Heisman Trophy hopeful. 
So that he was sure. a fifth round pick just is kind of an indicate, indi- you know, indicative of the fact that they didn't have a great year. Um, look, I just if Washington is looking for a franchise quarterback, who do you, who do you play for? Who do you play for? Do you play for hype or <laughs> another uh, another hyped uh, another hyped season. Oh, I, 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 look, I this got game, plenty this to game, say. I don't, about I, don't, I don't think. I mean, look, I mean, this game is was a, a disgusting football game. Yeah. The Giants are two and five. The Commanders are three and four. It's hard to see. I mean, I guess Washington could get back in the mix in terms of the place. Um, place. They're I mean, good. I mean, I'm just saying they're like they're like a half game out of the final. I know. I spot. know. I yeah. That's, uh, that's yeah, the I beauty. Think of I think it's NFL. probably unlikely. The beauty yeah. of the NFL is that crappy teams and Washington is a crappy team. Yeah. Uh, the beauty is that eh, they're still in it because who knows? They could somehow, uh, you know end up with nine wins and we're going to the last week of the season. And, you know, if they, if they do this and five other teams do that, Washington backs into a wild card, but they're just bad. Uh, I mean, just- I would say, too, they're, they're at Philly this – or, they're, excuse me, home against Philly this week, um, at New England, at Seattle. That's a tough combo of, of road games, just even if you even if you don't think, you know, New England's that great. Um, you get the Giants again at home at Dallas versus the Dolphins – yeah, that feels like a. If you get two wins there, you're doing pretty good. There's um, seven wins. And then all the, at best, yeah, there so I mean, seven you're probably you're probably like you're probably like what uh, five and five and eight going into your going into your bye and <laughs> at the Rams, at the Jets versus the Niners versus the Cowboys to close out. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like it's a. It's not if you go well. seven. Yeah, I mean, like you're gonna go like they're gonna go. I don't know, eight and nine, or probably seven and ten, or six and eleven, yeah. and Ron Rivera will probably get fired, and Josh Harris will have a pretty interesting coaching search that may involve like, I don't know, like, like I like when I like when really rich people get to have their first coaching search. You get to find <laughs> out, like, because you know, it's like you never see them, you know, they never go out, like they never buy the team and then be like, yeah, I think we're gonna take it, um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be a little frugal in this first coaching search. Like the Waltons went out and got Sean Payton. You know, David right. Kemper made this whole like fl- we flew in a private helicopter and like landed in Matt Rule's backyard with you know seventeen a seventeen man entourage to have breakfast burritos with him and talk him into taking seventy million dollars to come coach the Carolina <sighs> Panthers. I mean, like you know, you, you're gonna get you're gonna get Josh Harris is gonna do something like kooky too because he's kind of like a you know, I don't know like maybe maybe we'll get a um. Like some big name college, who, who's a big name college coach who can get involved for this Washington coaching search? Urban Meyer. Uh, oh, what's? Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's uh, What's more fun, a billionaire's first co- head coaching search or a billionaire's third head coaching it's, it search? It is the Panthers bye week, Mr. Gold. <laughs> it's the I'm not talking about the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers have a you good bye week. You knew where I was yeah. going. Oh, look, this is going to be an interesting week. We have the battle of the rookie quarterbacks with C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans coming in. All right, uh, we're not going to talk about the Panthers. Let me move on to another game. Because yeah. you already mentioned that Washington has to go to New England. Which, New England does have a good defense. But just like North Carolina stayed on brand this weekend, wasn't that the Bills being very Bills-like in the way they approached the Patriots game. How is that team with that talent and healthy for the most part? How are they four and three? I'm a little concerned that Josh Allen might be battling some kind of elbow thing. Maybe. And, you know, you mentioned the health. Um, they are 
they are they're banged up on defense. I mean, Matt Milano and Tredavious White are two big losses. Right, okay. The safeties are older. Uh, you know, I, I think you saw that. I mean, the Patriots. I don't recall the last time the Patriots scored uh, twenty nine points, but I'm pretty confident it hadn't happened this season. Yeah, they hadn't scored. They hadn't scored twenty one points uh, this year. And you have to go all the way back they to march down the field. They march down the field. October sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two, to find the last time they scored twenty-nine or more points when they beat Cleveland thirty-eight to fifteen. So yeah, I mean, this is a team that matriculated the ball pretty easily. Um, Mac Jones twenty-five or thirty. It's a third highest percentage. A third highest completion percentage of a single game in Patriots history. You can probably guess who has a, the, the two above him. Um, <laughs> No, it's not Brian Hoyer. <laughs> right. Um, it is, in fact, Tom Brady. And uh, <laughs> and I just think that, like, you know, they didn't run the ball particularly well. But Mac just had – Mac. if Mac Jones in this offense that hadn't been able to do anything all year long is able to whip the ball around to Kendrick Bourne and uh, the rookie Douglas and Ramondre Stevenson and somebody named P. Brown, <laughs> like, and the Bills aren't able to stop them then we have to ask questions about whether or not Buffalo, the defense, is going to be healthy enough to do to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. Oh, God, no come chance. playoff time. No chance. Here's the thing, and you and I have talked about this before. The Buffalo Bills didn't realize that their window was 13 seconds away with a lead at Kansas City in the AFC Championship game, and Sean McDermott Brutal. screwed that up. And they have not been the same team since. Uh, they they still have yet to de- come up with a running game that isn't Josh Allen. They almost refuse to run the football with a running back. Um, Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. They have Steph, they have Stefan Diggs. They have uh, uh they've got other receivers. They have two good tight ends. <laughs> other receivers. Here's, here's, <laughs> other receivers. I mean, here's the thing Gabriel, that concerns me. Stephon They got two good Stephon tight ends. Right. Stefan Diggs was targeted 12 times and caught six passes. Like Stefan Diggs having like, that is not very Stephon Diggs-like. I mean, this is a guy who, for his career in Buffalo, has caught 70% of his passes. Right. Right? 69.9% of his passes. For his career, in t- nine years in the NFL, 69.2% of his passes caught. And he catches half of his passes against a right. banged-up Patriots pass D. And granted, Belichick's good about taking everybody away, or taking the best thing away. Well... Um, I just think I think you see you saw some accuracy issues from Josh Allen, did. and you can ask the question like he did, was under did, pressure. Did, did, yeah, can I offer this did. theory? Let me offer this theory about why London Diggs. London broke London broke the Bills. Uh, it's, well, that's possible. I think the Bills might be broken. 
But here's they my... were rolling going to London. I know they smoked the Raiders and Commanders, destroyed the Dolphins, go to London on a short week, lose to the Jaguars by five points, sneak past the Giants, and then get beat by the Patriots. I mean, it's you know, five, you know four games with five point or four point spreads. I mean, that's you know, to- football. Football's kooky like that. Totally, totally broken. But here's my theory as to why Stephon Diggs struggled is because the New England Patriots were allowed to hold him all day long. I can't tell you how many how many replays. Like, why isn't that holding down the field? Like, defensive yeah. backs grabbing both shoulder pads. Like, what are we doing here? And then they call, I mean, I'm going to get to the Colts and the Browns, and then they call those two penalties on the, on the Colts on the final drive. I'm like, there wasn't illegal contact on Amari Cooper. That's an incomplete pass. And then defensive pass interference, the ball was 15 yards out of bounds. What are we doing? The, yeah. Like, it almost was the, I don't want to accuse the, the referees of having the Browns on the money line, but my gosh, those yeah. are two of the worst calls I've seen. Anyway, uh, yeah. I, I hey, do well, think that way, on the, Stephon Gibbs. On the Bills in the past, too, like if you're New England and you're one and five and the Bills are a nine point favorite coming into Foxborough. You're like, screw it. Let's just see if we can. Let's just let's just let's just play hyper aggressive defense. See if they don't call it, and then just get away. With, see if we can see if we, how much we can get away with. I mean, there, there's that's not an unusual strategy for teams that are, um, you know, smart defensive teams that are that are have their back against the wall. No, no, it's it's not at all. You the Browns. Do, I mean, I, I don't know do what, what you, you can, do with the Browns. Do what you can get away with. The Browns and the Colts game. I mean, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> I mean, Gardner Minshew versus PJ Walker. Wow. Yeah, you know, it's like unders have been hitting at a historical rate over the last like three weeks, and so naturally, when Gardner Minshew and PJ Walker get together, we get eighty. Uh, no, we get seventy-seven combined points. Um, th- you know, large part thanks to uh, Jerome Ford rips off a run, yeah. long pass. Jo- you know, Josh Downs has a long pass, bunch of field goals. Uh, we had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Miles Garrett just wrecking havoc. Can we talk um, about that, man? Dude, it's insane. Miles, My, I can't decide who the best defensive player in the league is right now. Is it Miles Garrett or is it TJ Watt? Uh, Watt, who does everything. Um, what Miles Garrett blocking that field goal was? Yeah, ridiculous. I, I mean, that was Superman stuff. That that's Cam Newton s. You know, holding. You know, pulling open your jacket to reveal the s. They asked him after the game. Uh, you know, if that was unusual and basically went not for me and I'm like, yeah, okay, he's a freak, dude. I, I just can't explain it. He was, uh, he was everywhere. How did they give up 30 some odd points? Um, Josh Downs, Michael Pittman, Gardner <laughs> Minshew. I mean, you know, basically the, yeah. the 1999 Rams, I mean, five Hall of Famers. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's, uh, it, it was just one of those games where you see this a lot of times with NFL games, I think, where it's like, um, so the Colts have been. When Shane Steichen left the Eagles and went to the Colts, the Colts have been playing at a really fast pace this year. Right. And the Eagles, have their pace has slowed way down. And so you sort of see, like, you know, Jerome, you know, Jerome Ford rips off this run for 70 yards. So you got a touchdown a minute in. And then it's like, you know, it's like Josh Downs, 59-yard touchdown run or touchdown catch. And all of a sudden it's just like the, these sort of, like, quick scoring plays early in a game like this between two teams with okay defenses and decent offenses. Cleveland's defense might be really good, but I mean, it's just that sort of quick scoring kind of against teams that might want to run with some pace. Sort of just, it just turns into an accelerant most of the time. 
All right, Will, Will Brinson is here. We only have a few more minutes left. We haven't even talked about the Eagles and the Dolphins yet, and I'm going to leave. Dolphins the... haven't beaten anybody. That's where good. I was going. How, like, the Dolphins are, we, we understand that the Dolphins are high octane, and Tyreek Hill is impossible to cover. They might be a little too finessey. Might be the problem. Well, that's that's true. The, 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 they didn't display their full run game. Now they're not a hundred percent healthy back there, right, right. now. Uh, and the Eagles certainly defensively are good against it. But although they couldn't, they, the Jets ran the ball effectively on the Eagles. Um, the my my read on the Dolphins is that they have just not been able to get over the hump. They were right there. You know, it's only a seven-point game when uh, yeah. they just – Tua didn't have a great game. They really only had Hill. Jalen Waddell was in and out of the lineup with a back injury. He's kind of fragile. Um, to, to me, the, the Eagles have gotten away with not being fully great. And they're still, other than their loss to the Jets, they haven't been beaten. But I don't think the Eagles have played their best. Eagles have not played their best. They're starting that passing game starting to get going against the Dolphins. I mean, look, you listen. I mean, I think it's you know we're seven weeks into the season for a lot of for most teams except you know all but you know, the teams with the buys and then you know the, the two teams who are playing tonight. And the Dolphins, I mean, they beat the Chargers by two points on the road. Like, all right, good win. Chargers actually might stink. They're two and four. They, they do find stink. ways to lose games. Yeah. They beat the Patriots in New England by seven points. You went two on the road. Like, no, it's hard to do in the NFL. You dropped the 70 burger on the Broncos, and that's when the hype train sort of peaked. You get stomped by the Bills. Mm-hmm. You manhandle the Giants and the Panthers, and then you sort of get out physical and out, 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 uh, just out toughed by the Eagles. And, and you needed like a fluky uh, pick six, by the way, to tie it at 17 right, all. You did. Um, so, like, yeah, I mean, I think you could make the case that uh, the Eagles are a legit team. Shout out to Coach Scott. Mm-hmm. I know you're listening. Um, go Eagles! Eagles look good, uh, but the but the Dolphins might just be like a, a like a finesse team, you know, and they might not be a team that's capable of like like it's great that they're fast and they're explosive and they can light it up, light up the scoreboard by having guys rip off these big touchdown runs. But what happens when you get into a grinder and because that, that's what you're going to face in the playoffs? Yep. You look at Kansas City's defense; they look really good. Buffalo's tough. Um, no, they're not. You know, Buffalo's. Weak. I mean, they, they, they they beat the crap out of the Dolphins. <laughs> Right. I'm just saying, like, but what was Miami's Miami? going to win the division. Buffalo's not winning the division. All right, it'll be it'll be a, it'll be a dog fight. Yeah. Miami, Miami's got the Patriots again this week. Desperate team, and then at the Chiefs in in Germany. So that's, oh uh, wow, spicy <laughs> schnitzel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, I what real quick. What do you think about the tush push or the uh, brother, think, the I, brotherly shove, which I think is a much better way of saying it. the brotherly shove is way better way to phrase it because one, um, only the Eagles can do it correctly. Everyone else stinks at it. That's why yeah. to uh, to Nick Sirianni's point after the game is like, look, if if the Eagles are the only team that can do it well, and I am a little worried about like. By the way, Jalen Hurts is banged up after that game. He like is. you're a follower of NFL media. Uh, got, got him sort of limping off the field. That's a concern, especially if you're tush pushing and brotherly shoving all over the place. But if the Eagles are the only team that can do this well, you can't ban it. Like everyone keeps trying, and keeps failing. Right. It's like they, they, they don't have they don't have Kelsey. They don't have mm-hmm. they, they don't have the the offensive line coaching. They don't have the the technique. They don't have Jalen Hurts. Like it's not like it's a cheat code for the entire league and it's ruining football. It's just you can't ban something when one team is really good at something. I wouldn't ban it, um, but I would. Make it legal. If you can't put, if if you can push a player, 
tell me why you can't pull a player. Or tell me why I can't grab you and throw you like in roller derby. And well, the same reason you can't. You. you, the same reason on fourth down, the only person who can recover a forward, a fumble forward, is the the person who fumbled. Well, it on so the they offense. don't want somebody fumbling it intentionally because I remember the play. Most people listening are too young to remember the the Raiders beating the Chargers when uh, Ken Stabler purposely fumbled the ball forward and then they just kind of shoveled the ball forward and then fell out in the end zone. So I think that's what you're talking about, is shove it, throwing somebody forward. Right. Because Hertz is, Hertz is at least just running and then being pushed. Or it, It's like, look, like the other thing is like the Kelsey thing is really underrated. And Kelsey oh, claims, he said on New Heights, that somebody else, anybody else could do it. But like he knows how that he has like the perfect technique for getting low mm-hmm. and then driving up to clear this lane for Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts squats 600 pounds. Right. Like, you, you shouldn't good luck need, stopping him. You shouldn't need a running back and a tight end or A.J. Brown, who's basically a tight end, and another tight end. You shouldn't need somebody pushing from behind. My point is simply that if, you, if I can't pull you mm-hmm. and if I can't slingshot you, then I shouldn't be allowed to push you. I don't I, see I the difference. Disagree. Well, how would you pull somebody? You got to get on the other I've seen it. I've, I've, I've seen. No, no, no. If if a, an offensive lineman goes to block and then just turns and grabs you and then b- drags you forward, why wh- why isn't that legal? But it's not. That's not legal because um, I've seen it flagged. You can't pull well, the I, running back forward. If you're, yeah, if you can you're, push, but you can push. I don't see the difference. I don't see the difference. Well, one, well, if, well, if I mean, he can't I mean, do I, it on his own I power, to, then forget. I, it. I hate to be master of the obvious, but one's a push and one's a pull. No, I understand, but why is one legal and one not? It doesn't make any sense. One is in and one is out. One is right. I understand the linear boundaries of the field. I understand that. (laughs) One is left. One is right. You're not going to convince me that I'm wrong. You're not going to convince me that I'm wrong about this. But I do think the NFL is going to ban it. Um, But. You have to, you cannot, you, it, the Eagles have changed the math on this, by the way, because instead of having to give up to stop the Eagles from getting 10 yards on in three downs, you have to stop them from getting eight yards in three downs. Because if they get anything inside of fourth and two, they know they can get two yards. And I mean, that is a massive, yep. massive mathematical advantage. No, no question about it. And look, I think it's entertaining. I actually like to see it. I'm just saying that. I like I, how mad people get. I like how mad people get about it. A hundred percent. Uh, Joe I like Sh- seeing the Giants try to run it and fail. You I know like that, Joe too. Shad is, right? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Joe Shad covers the Dolphins now, used to work for ESPN. So he tweeted out uh, how he hates the play and all that. And I just went, first of all, I think they're going to ban it. I think the NFL is going to ban it. Um, and I'm like, one, don't make it a safety issue because every play in the NFL is a safety issue. So miss me with your, well, it's a dangerous play. They're all dangerous plays. So miss me with that, too. I happen to think it's entertaining. Like, I just think it's funny. And three, I do think it will be banned because based on my the way I've looked at it, if I can't pull a player or slingshot a player, then I shouldn't be able to push a player. And Joe Shad, because I responded to him, Joe Shad quote tweeted me, Adam Gold, dot, dot, likes the tush push. Or it 
thinks the tush push is fun, which I do. And he, I was like, do you realize that? Yeah, was basically- Josh, Josh had, Josh got mad at me because I said that the Dolphins beat reporters are all a bunch of homers. Well, they are. I mean, they're, agreed. they are. They're like, 100% they're all, agreed. They're all like, they're all like, Ha-ha, take that, national media. So it was great. I, I said, what, what you, you did realize that I was, I said, Joe, you did realize that I was agreeing with you, right? right. Just not 100% of your premise. And he goes, I was just having fun. BS. Mm. BS, yeah. you weren't having fun. By the way, I am very glad that there is a Chiron at the bottom of the screen on TV for those people watching because I was just about to get in trouble. Uh, Will Brinson, senior. Yeah, you just, were you about to give Shad the finger? No, 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 no. It was it was along the same lines, but it was not the same exact thing. I see what you're saying. It was not the same exact thing. Gosh, yes, I'm yes. so glad. I am so a hand glad. Mo- a hand motion that you don't want being shown on WRL 2.0 is what you're saying. Very good. Will Brinson, my friend. Uh, appreciate your time. This was fun and nearly uh, career altering. I'll, I'll give you a legal hand motion and wave at you. I'm just going to wave now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.